If we're going to be responsible for our, success, for our goals and for our ideals and our dreams, we're going to have to be responsible for our failures so that one day we can truly be responsible for our successes. That's Christelle Carisi. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me today as we have yet another brand new featured speaker debuting on the show. And she's here to talk about a topic that isn't by any means a conversation starter, but it's a topic that I think should be because... When you can be open and talk about your struggles and just the day-to-day things that we all face, it allows us the space to connect on a much deeper level. And honestly, that's something that on some level that we, I think we all crave, that deep, meaningful conversation, that deep, meaningful relationship And the topic that our featured speaker is here to talk about is the topic of failure. And in her talk, she's going to share her biggest failure that she was faced with and also share three steps that she took to get through it and thrive. And hopefully it can help you or it can help someone that you may know that has recently had a tough time or is going through a tough time with their own failure. Here's Christelle. Enjoy. So it's hard to talk about failure, isn't it? It's probably one of the most uncomfortable topics that you could bring up. No one likes to admit to them. And yet it's the most relatable topic. Everyone in this room has failed at something at some point. There's the little things like failing an exam or a driver's test, a diet regime. And then there's the big things that touch us all in life, like the failure to keep a family together getting fired, failure to keep sober, or to raise a child properly. I'm half American and half Italian, and in the United States, failure is something that's talked about. It's accepted. It's woven into the fabric of social experiences. So it's something that even at at times that's glorified. Yet it's still really only cool to talk about failure from a point of success or power. I, however, grew up in Italy, and Italy is a country where failure is absolute stigma. It's embarrassing, it's shameful, it's taboo. There's also the constant threat of the brutta figura, which means in Italian to lose face or to look bad, because we think that failure makes you look bad, in Italy and in many other countries too. In my particular case, this was a little more exasperated by the fact that I grew up in the public eye. My parents are known singers in Italy, and ever since I was a little girl, I've been subjected to public judgment and mass media. And so growing up in a country where brutta figura is supposed to be avoided at all costs, growing up and keeping up appearances hasn't always been that easy of a task. 
I've been in the entertainment industry ever since I can remember. And I've always felt within me the need to do something, though, for myself. I still today work for Italian television, but I wanted to do something entrepreneurial, but I wouldn't let the fear of failure get in the way of doing something new. And I shouldn't then let the shame of failure eventually get in the way of learning a valuable lesson. So when I was 24, I founded my first company, my fashion brand, my swimmer brand. And I put seven years of blood, sweat, and tears into this company. I worked so hard, I truly gave it my all. Until one day, I found myself sitting at the desk of my accountant, crying and whining, because he was telling me that it was time to close down my company. It just wasn't making financial sense to keep it open anymore. And I was, looking at, I was just looking at him like, you're crazy, how can I close down? This is so embarrassing, like this brutta figura, it's so shameful. What are people gonna say? What are people gonna think? And he looked at me exasperated because honestly, this was not the first time we were having this conversation. It was probably our fifth. I just couldn't admit failure. I couldn't admit to the shame that I thought that failure was wrapped in. But he finally looked at me and he said something to me that really resonated with me and it eventually freed me. He said to stop focusing so much on the end result, on the fact that I had to close down my company, but to give myself the right amount of credit for all the amazing work that I had put in over these seven years and all the accomplishments that I had achieved. And he was right, he had seen it all. I mean, I had started this company with nothing but my few savings. My first fashion show was in my backyard. Well, actually, it was my dad's backyard, and I had to beg him to let me use the space for it because I had to have my first fashion show in it. So this was me in 2011, carrying rocks from one side of the runway to the other, just hours before the guests and all the press had arrived. And when they finally did arrive, it had just poured down rain over the entire catwalk and on the bales of hay that I had put for people to sit on. And even on the, finally on the towels that I had put over those bales of hay, everything was completely soaking wet and nobody wanted to sit down and let the fashion show begin. When finally I did convince them to sit down, the models were completely unprofessional because at that point my company couldn't afford professional models. It was a half disaster, if not a total disaster. Over those seven years, however, I managed to grow my brand into a recognizable and reputable brand. I worked with incredible photographers, influencers, and models all over the world. I shot my campaigns all over the world from California to Thailand, where I ended up shooting my last campaign. I received thousands of emails of happy, happy clients who would write to me how happy they were with their product. In the end, we think that failure, or at least we hear so much how failure should be inspiring. I was so fixated on the fact that I had to close down my company that I had wiped away all these years of hard work and accomplishments. Failure can be inspiring and it can lead to bigger and better things, but nobody really talks about that process of how do you get there? How do you get through a failure? How do you own it? So I've put together a basic guideline of three basic guidelines of how you can get through a failure and own up to one so that you can fail a little more elegantly than I have. And these, in my case, 
it's in work in my company, but it can be applicable to anything, whether it's a relationship or whatever personal issue that you're struggling with or failing at. Number one, be responsible. I know how boring this sounds, but trust me, I'm gonna try and make it interesting. When we make a mistake or when things go awfully wrong, our first instinct is usually to blame somebody else and not take full responsibility. I see this happen a lot in relationships, but not taking the blame doesn't make us look any cooler. It just either makes us look like cowards or it makes us look like we're in total denial. As much as I really wanted to blame the Italian tax system for being the reason why I had to close my company down, I'm not gonna do that. I'm still trying not to do that. But if you're not gonna make a mistake and finally admit to it and understand how and where you made the mistake, then what's the point in failing at all? I am who I am and where I am today, thanks to the consequences of my choices and my choices only, nobody else's. If we're gonna be responsible for our, success, for our goals and for our ideals and our dreams, we're gonna have to be responsible for our failures so that one day we can truly be responsible for our successes. Number two, focus on you. I can't tell you how much time I've wasted worrying about what other people thought of me. I can't, and when I'm not thinking about what other people are thinking about me, I'm comparing my life to other people's. In our generation especially, we're constantly bombarded and flooded by images of completely unrealistic lifestyles on social media. My life looks incredible on Instagram, and I promise you, it's completely far from it. I have normal ups and downs, just like everybody else's. I just choose not to show it on social media. I promise you, I didn't take a selfie and post it the day that I was crying on my accountant's desk. I did, however, take a selfie one day. When I was walking home, it started pouring down rain on me. I was carrying these heavy bottles of water alone until I finally got in front of my house and I was locked outside. So I'm under the pouring rain with my bottles of water, locked out of my house. But you know what I posted that moment? I posted this picture. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Focus on you. Focus on the quality of your hard work and on your journey. Do not waste your time looking at what other people are doing because it's not reality. Number three is balance. I had to find the balance within me where I was judging myself so harshly that I felt like a loser, but I wasn't recognizing all my hard work and accomplishments. But I also had to take the right amount of responsibility and understand how and where I went wrong. I had to find that balance and meet myself in the middle because only through balance do you truly get clarity. And only through clarity do you really understand where the message is and you learn something. I was someone that was obsessed with the idea of success. But success is not some magical land at the end of the rainbow, in the same way that failure isn't black and white. Life is truly 10% what happens to us and 90% how we react to it. Yes, failure can be inspiring. Yes, it can lead us to bigger and better things. But the only true way we get there is if we learn something and if we own up to our failures. Big Thanks to Christelle Carisi for stopping by. Her Instagram is ChrisBerry underscore. And I'll have a link to her talk as well as a link to her Instagram. They will both be in the show description. And when you get a chance, please follow the show, share it, 
or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, whichever you prefer. And as always, I am super grateful for you for taking the time out to do that. I always look forward to reading all the new reviews and I also go back and check out the previous ones as well. So keep them coming. Thank you again. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you back here Friday. So until then, stay strong. Later.